five dollars a month will get you uh all the bonus episodes ten dollars signed poster yo i would never pay the ten dollars I can imagine paying 10, 10 bucks to listen to anyone, really. Yeah, I mean, people, honestly, people that pay just like Patreon stuff, like, I don't, I don't know. That's not me, man. I, I feel like paying 10 bucks for even a Netflix subscription is already pushing it. You know, <sighs> so, like paying, uh, you know, three guys that talk about uh, the news $10 a month not gonna happen no not gonna happen now like maybe merch or uh like a book or something that they published like yeah. you know I'll, I'll show up and support that but if my only fucking deal is i get more episodes nah, bro, you, <laughs> no it's not worth it no nah. <laughs> I bet it better be like a monthly subscription box where I get like new shit in the mail. Yeah, like a snack box. Yeah, yeah. Anything. I want the, the human bark box. Yeah. Uh, have you ever gotten one of those before? Uh, a snack box? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Like fucking bird seeds. <laughs> <laughs> I hated it, man. I was just like, man, this this is a snack box for like healthy people, man. Where are the I want the like the box I sent you, like that's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That box is really nice. I mean that that's that's exactly what I'd be looking for in a, a snack box. Yeah. Have you used those sauces yet? Yeah. Well, uh, we already went through the the Chick Fil A sauce. God damn. Uh, that shit's gone. Uh, <laughs> Polynesian is like maybe halfway. Nice. We're just favoring the Chick-fil-A sauce. Now I got to like reverse engineer it. I mean, I know it's just barbecue sauce and uh, honey mustard or something. Yeah. Just got to find the right combination. <laughs> yeah, I figured because I know that because I, I know that New York City recently just got a Chick-fil-A. And in my mind, I was just like, because I saw it in the store and I was just like, if New York just got one, there's no way in hell Amsterdam has any. Yeah. And yeah, so. I, is, is Chick-fil-A only in the South? I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure if it's branched out all the way out yet. I feel like New Yorkers wouldn't uh, put up with a restaurant that's closed one day. Yeah. Fucking. Um, you know, today I, I woke up and I was just like, damn, man, I kind of want some chicken minis. And you know, I played myself. Yeah, that's the way it goes, right? Mm-hmm. Always want what you can't have. All right. Let's, how many Chick-fil-A's are there? Where are they at? You know what? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't Google it right. I messed up. I'm closing it. But I want a Chick-fil-A breakfast. That's the bottom line. That's all I wanted. (laughs) 
I uh Yo, I had the Wendy's breakfast the other day. Oh man, this is I'm not sure if you guys have this or not. You guys you guys have Wendy's? No, there are no Wendy's. No Wendy's? Yeah. Then Wendy's has breakfast now? No, I had no idea. Yeah, Wendy's has breakfast. Breaking news. <laughs> Yo, record it, record it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. No, breakfast has Wendy's now. And so I, there's like a couple of sandwiches that I got. Yeah, I could pull up the sandwiches, but I'll tell you what the ones I got. Uh, or if you want to pull up the sandwiches while I talk. Um, there, uh, I had a breakfast baconator, which was pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I would like for you to look up a picture of it because it was pretty delicious. Because it's like a baconator sandwich, but I think it's got like egg on it. And then um, instead of a burger, it's um, sausage patties. And then instead of mayo, it's some breakfast sauce. Now, I'm being really honest. That breakfast sauce kind of threw me for a bit because it wasn't mayo, but it was it was like weird. You ever get the, the bagel sandwich at McDonald's and it has that breakfast sauce on it? uh no I, is it uh like spicy like slightly spicy or something i i i don't think so if anything it's real forgettable like it doesn't okay it's you know what i'm seeing here is that the the breakfast menu is uh essentially the same thing as a regular menu but there's an egg all right, let's see. Let me look at. All right, let me look at what I'm looking at. No, oh no, bro, bro, you're bugging. All right, so <laughs> breakfast uh, frosty. Uh, there's an egg. There's an egg on top of the frosty. No, there's not an egg on top of the frosty. They don't whip egg whites. <laughs> no, all right. Yeah, it's like egg cream. There we go. So, the classics. Ooh. So, man, let me tell you, this <laughs> breakfast baconator, it was good. It was really fucking good. I genuinely enjoyed it. It was like the fattest thing. And then I had, um, fuck, I had the croissant, good. But the main star, the number one thing, I'm not sure if you see those like little like baby wedges that they have yeah. right there delicious with the absolute best breakfast side i've ever had move over mcdonald's hash browns get out of my way breakfast uh the bk like the you know coin tater tots that they have um i'm not really sure what chick-fil-a gives you but it doesn't matter these are the best fries breakfast fries i've ever had and just to say that it, it's better than the, the hash brown is, I mean, that's a serious. That's a serious claim. Serious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I actually hate the McDonald's hash brown. Really? I, I love them because they're, uh, I, I mean, I don't really like eating potatoes at all. Even a fry, if it's too potatoey, I won't like. But the hash brown is just thin enough that you get enough crisp with every bite 
So, yeah, it just hits the spot. But a potato yeah. wedge? No, I don't know if I'd be a fan of that. Wait a minute. So, well, how are you feel about any other uh, breakfast potato? Like, like, do you not like like hash browns at like Waffle House? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. As long as there's enough crunch to it. So I guess if it's if it's like packed down flat enough and fried on both sides. Wait a minute. All right. How do you feel about steak and shake fries? Uh, are those the ones with the? They're like the real thin ones. They're the, like the the curly fries, right? No, no. They're like they're real. Thin. Oh, that's they're... uh. Checkers. Or, no, checkers is that season fries. Oh damn, I, I don't even remember. Man, it's been it's been that long. Yeah. <laughs> All of these memories from washed been... away. <laughs> the, the the fries they do here are amazing because uh, they double fry them. So when you walk into a place, they've they've already fried them and they're just kind of sitting there, and then they fry mm. them again. And they're just perfect every time. That's that's the ideal fry. Crunch fry. to starch ratio. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think the ideal fry, I know we're kind of deviating from breakfast, but I mean, these Wendy's fries got us on tangent. But the ideal fry to me is I like them soft. I like them fat. I want KFC wedges. I want Publix wedges. I want wedges. I want. Oh man, the Publix wedges suck. Those are you those are two. Yeah, those are too uh, potatoey. You're too potatoey, bro. That is. Those are amazing. Bro, take them every time. <laughs> no man, those are great. You're super bugging. Enjoy your crispy double fried, extra, extra grease. Yeah, At least public got me and bake them, I assume. Uh, well, speak speaking of of root vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. Um, yeah, man. All right. So, I was talking to my grandfather. I asked him what he used to eat for breakfast. Right. And my grandfather doesn't speak English all too well. And I don't speak Spanish at all. But we we made it happen. We communicated effectively. And he was telling me about uh they used to they just eat root vegetables. Like they all right. Oh my god. I mean I wish I were more prepared and a more responsible person. Because I will have the name of this dish. Oh man, yeah. All right. So, like, do you eat like any type of root vegetable, like other than potatoes and stuff? Like, do you do you like yuca and shit like that? No, I've I've never cooked with it. I I think I've only ever like incidentally had it at a, a restaurant. And so you never had like malanga or? Nope. Uh, yeah. All right, man. Well, they're, they're honestly, they're super interesting. It's called Viana. It's, that's what it is. It's boiled, it's boiled roots. It's Vianda. It's 
I guess it could be served for breakfast. They've also uh, served it any other time because it seems it's just <laughs> it was just what's <laughs> like. See, I've I've usually eaten it with uh, with fish, um, with bacalao. But I recently saw my aunt uh, cook with it. But it's more like they they added onions and this like orange oil. I don't know what the oil is. It's like an oil that my family has. Like it turns the rice yellow. It turns. It's like oh you know, like, yeah yeah. But it's like it's like the homemade. Like they they get the, like these seeds and they like they like let us like sit in oil and then the oil gets that color and yeah yeah and so. It was just that oil with with uh with some fish and some eggs, some scrambled eggs. It was honestly not the greatest. It was. I was about to say, damn, that sounds pretty good, but all right. Well, in my American palate, it yeah. was just like it was just real greasy, but it was it was all right. Like I get it. Like I get why you know. Like I get why my family would like this. Like, yeah, this is, you know, tradition. This is what they had growing up. Like, but man, I'll take a grand slam all day comparatively. I feel, I feel our, uh, the, the breakfast that we eat in the U.S. are so divorced from any uh, cultural tradition or, uh, I don't know, like, no, I, wasn't it like just straight up like marketing and capitalism? Like, don't we only eat breakfast like bacon at, for breakfast? Is uh because they like started marketing it as a breakfast meat? Oh yeah, I'm sure. Because uh, I mean, I don't know. I guess we'll have to look into it. But you know, I can imagine just turn turn of the century, you're just eating the leftovers from last night. You know, I don't know if breakfast isn't necessarily like a separate meal, just leftovers. You know. Yeah uh yeah i mean later we'll we'll talk about orange juice which has a very interesting history <laughs> the history of orange uh, juice uh, you know that oranges aren't native to florida yeah they're from uh jerusalem oh yeah there's some old world aren't they yeah something Damn. so we have uh jaffa oranges i don't know if that's like a separate species or if that's just any orange that comes from Jaffa, but uh, fuck if I know. But uh, there's a really good British um, snack called a Jaffa cake, and it's like a soft cookie with uh, chocolate frosting, and then in the middle there's like an orange paste, like an orange flavored paste. And uh -huh. it's, it's pretty good. Uh, I mean, they look alright. I'm not sure if I want, is it, I'm not sure if I want orange though in my cookie or, or any of my desserts, quite frankly. I can't name you one good orange dessert. Chocolate orange. No, that sounds awful. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> is that a real dessert? Do people eat that? Yeah, I, I don't know if, it, is it just in the shape of an orange or is it orange flavored? I think that's another British thing. It, I mean, it's like a, a ball of chocolate wrapped in foil 
and then I think in the commercial they like slam it on the table and then it falls into slices and then you pick a slice and you eat it. Oh, so it's just chocolate in the shape of orange. It's yeah, not like I I'm thinking like a chocolate dipped strawberry. Like they get an orange segment. Oh yeah. No, that would be uh that'd be disgusting. Yeah. Okay, all right. You see the missing. <laughs> yeah. Because there's right. like stringy bits in it and uh it's too juicy for it's uh, chocolate. Way too, yeah, way too juicy. All right. Anyway, so all right. So not only do Puerto Ricans eat that, but they also eat uh, what essentially is porridge. Uh, we called it guanita growing up. Um, but you know, like you know, the cream of rice, cream of wheat. Yeah. Feel vague vaguely foods to fill you up yeah no man but i know my mom like my mom had like a different recipe like she didn't follow the recipe on the box like she freestyling yeah there's there's a tried and true method in my household that quite frankly makes me want to make some how does she make it i don't it's like she adds so she like boils boils the milk first she adds like the she adds like the cream of wheat uh then there's vanilla cinnamon like all oh, that type of seasonings and stuff like that but it's like constantly stirred like it's you know like i don't know i guess it's more like it's kind of like grits i guess how you have to like, keep stirring it and stuff like that yeah or like, does it's it get, a, like creamier than the normal yeah, honestly, it's a it's a time. It's like it's a it's a process. It's not one of those things that you could just set it and forget it, man. Like you have to, yeah, sit with it, which is why I hate making it. I mean, I've made a cream of wheat in the microwave before. So. Oh no, bro! My mom would never. Oh my god! I'm sure she'll. <laughs> if I told her that, yeah, she would tell her. That. <laughs> she would judge, me, bro. You're not welcome, man. Bro, cream of cream of wheat, cream of rice, oatmeal. No, no anything no. in the microwave. Those, those instant oatmeals, I definitely throw in the microwave. Yeah, yeah, because they're like they're they're premixed with all the right level of uh, flavor, apple cinnamon. Yeah, seasoning. yo, they're perfect, man. I take I take two packs, I flap them like that to get it all settled. In the box. <laughs> <laughs> I rip them open, boom, pour them in the bowl uh what do you use well first you, you have to act the you know you have to shake it to activate the the flavor crystals oh yeah 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 you gotta crush the the, the menthol <laughs> <laughs> yeah man, you gotta yeah i know the tricks yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not a lot of people know that <laughs> yeah no, but do you use like water uh, in it or do you use like milk for oatmeal? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would always use milk. Um, especially. I know, I you can uh, use water. Yeah. I don't know why you would though. Uh, I mean, maybe with the pre-mixed ones, I guess it would be okay because they have enough uh, dehydrated, whatever. But when you're making oatmeal from the cardboard tube, uh <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you gotta add milk because otherwise it's gonna be shit. Yeah, if you hate yourself, then you can make it with water. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, I've been I've been making my oatmeal with oat milk, 
Doubling votes. It's kind of fucked up. No, man. No, it's good. They're cool with it. <laughs> I don't know if I like that. No, man. It. I like. All right, cause all right. I'm not. I'm not trying to drink milk like that, man. Like milk's milk shouldn't be a breakfast food, nor a food that we eat regularly, right? Like it's it's pretty gross. Yeah. So let me let me just go with the next best thing, and boom, oat milk already tastes like oats. Extra oat flavor. <laughs> yeah, it's oatier oatmeal, and that's fine. I'm cool with that. I like the oat flavor. Uh, do, do you guys have uh, Oatly in the U.S.? Yeah, I think so. I think that's the. I think they're B Corp. Maybe not. I know. I don't think so. I think that's Silk actually. Yeah, we have Oatly. Uh, oh yeah. It's it's really big here. I think it's probably the only uh, brand of oat milk that you can buy, and it's like it's really exploded in popularity over the past year. I guess two years or so. Have you tried it yet? Yeah, uh, the restaurant that I used to work at used Oatly, um, so I had it pretty frequently. But uh, their whole ethos or whatever was that they're you know they're sustainable. They're uh, you know they're not they're not putting cows in factory farms. They're not milking them, taking the babies away, you know, letting them get with the, the bulls. I don't know how they make them make milk but you know that's an evil process that's that sounds like a whole episode in itself yeah but uh one of the things that that was revealed uh i think uh i really need to look this up but blackrock which is uh yeah like an evil wall street firm like probably like the evil wall street firm has a majority stake in them and um, they also own stuff in like, you know, weapons, contractors, and oh, of course, blood diamonds, manufacturers, and shit like that. So it's uh, yeah, it's really great. Anyway, keep drinking Oatly, save the planet. Wait, is Oatly not the one that is? And start who so who's wait a minute who's selling these arms wait a minute what oh black stone not black rock i knew it was something yeah what is, what are they doing with oatly are they selling are they selling oat milk and guns what <laughs> yeah yeah they're funding uh the the maoist gorillas in uh in india uh they're selling <laughs> missiles to uh kim jong un they're all yeah. over the world, man. Wow, yeah. such, such diversity. They're really diversifying their investment there. Yeah, I'll, I'll just read you uh, some of what they said. Yeah, um, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Prompted us to turn to Blackstone for a conversation about securing sustainable funding. Blackstone is like the biggest supermarket of the private equity sector. We thought if we could convince them that it's as profitable to invest in a sustainability company like Oatly, then all the other private equity firms of the world would look, listen, and start to steer their collective worth of four trillion U.S. dollars into green investments. Today, only a tiny fraction of all that venture capital ends up in sustainable investments. Yada yada yada. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I don't know what the term for this is, but it's just the trope of like, you know, 
if you want to beat them, join them. But it's an oat milk company, and they joined with a major funder of weapons and arms. The, yeah, I'm looking at their, uh, like, all the stuff that they're involved with. It's just, a like, a mega corporation, right? Like, some, some huge conglomerate that has, like, it's, like, essentially a Nestle. Yeah, yeah. That has, like, you know... What is it? All their hands in the pot, or whatever. All these different pots, whatever that expression is. Uh, all their pots in one pot store. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure that one's it. All the pot, all the pot in the pot store. Yeah. So in the 2008 crash, uh, Blackstone bought five and a half billion dollars worth of single-family homes to rent to be sold when prices rose. Um. Oh, so it's just capitalism, baby. Yep. All right, that's all you got to tell me. <laughs> I could connect the dots right then and there. Motel 6, which is owned by Blackstone, apparently, uh, gave ICE officials uh, guest lists so that they could hunt down refugees in the U.S. Christ. Yeah, anyway, all we need to do is convince them to invest in green, uh, you know, green things, and then the world will change. It's very easy. Yeah, man, these people own a lot. They own Legoland. Do they really? Fucking well, they're they're evil. Well, <laughs> well, all right. I don't, maybe they don't own Legoland, but they, made investments in it so they can it they sponsor the uh you know like when you walk in they have the big artist created uh you know oh it's darth vader but he's seven feet tall and made of legos and they they sponsor that for like the uh the, the blackbird jet or uh tomahawk cruise missile How do people get involved in this? Like, what do, is this what the, all the business major kids got into? Yeah. They want to go work for fucking E-Corp over here? <laughs> like, is this what people do, man? This is awful. Yeah, I mean, I think they either, they either do that and then they convince themselves they're the, the good guys somehow. Or they join the, uh, like the, the flip side, which is, the green and sustainable private equity firms who buy up low-income housing and then put in uh, solar panels and gentrify the whole neighborhood. And then they convince themselves that they're, they're good guys. So either way, it's, it's the same thing. Either way, we all win, baby. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to buy some stock in these guys because... If, if they're just going to do it, I might as well ride the wave with them. Mm. I think I'm actually going to join, work my way up, and then once I'm CEO, I'll convince them to invest in hydropower. Got right. from the inside. I, this, is, this is a strong deviation, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's still related to breakfast. 
<laughs> so it's, it's not it's not related to breakfast at all. <laughs> all right. All right. Sorry. What else uh, did you learn about Puerto Rican breakfast? What else did I learn? <laughs> Honestly, man, I learned that I'm I've been blessed with this sweet sweet American breakfast. <laughs> No, nah, I get it. It's, uh, and, and especially, uh, like, you know, my grandfather's from a different generation, right? Like, he, yeah. he's pretty up there in age. So traditionally what they had over there, like, you know, they didn't have the same resources that what we have now over here, you know? Like, no way he could have got a McGriddle. I don't even, I'm not even sure if pancakes were a thing when he was growing up, man. Like, you know, like... Yeah. My, my Has he had a McGriddle? My grandfather? I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure he can't. Like he can't, his body can't. <laughs> Should make a that TikTok. Much, man, that much sugar, man, he'll be fucking pre-diabetic almost instantly. <laughs> I, you should really make a TikTok and like do all the tugging at the heartstrings. Uh, my grandpa has worked every day of his life and he's never had a McRiddle. And then you show him opening it and eating it. And then, yeah. Give him the blood test after. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go fund me beforehand, though, so I can afford the McGriddle. Yeah. You're going to make it like the... Have you ever seen the videos of the parents giving their kids the color-correcting glasses? Oh, yeah. No, that's wholesome. I'm thinking of like that, but with a McGriddle. With a McGriddle? Yeah. You know, that would be... Your grandfather's like tearing up. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god i can i can see everything i can see all the colors <laughs> oh my god the, the, the final dmt trip before you die yeah yeah yeah. that's what i want that's how i want to go out <laughs> the griddle in hand yeah no, McGriddle and DMT? Are you kidding me? Oh. <laughs> Are you double dosing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can use the uh, the uh, the Blizzard. Oh no, what's the uh, fuck? What's the f- McDonald's like mixed milkshake? The one that you get the big McFlurry? plastic spoon? Yeah, the Flurry. McFlurry. Uh, yeah, that spoon has always seemed to me like very similar to something that you would maybe smoke DMT out of. <laughs> All right. Well, no, because I'll, I'll get some DMT. I'll get a McFlurry and I'll test your theory. Oh, you know what I'm saying though, right? It's it, like, it's not a normal spoon. It's like a. Yeah. Cause it's like some square. It's like square. It has a hole in the top. end. Yeah. I'm not sure that's supposed to be like a big ass straw. Yeah. But who drinks a, uh, McFlurry, people with loose throats, bro. I don't know what. what the... <laughs> you can't get the pieces. Yeah, so they know what they they knew what they were doing. You gotta get the M M&M and M one, bro. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, uh, I feel like McDonald's has been throwing out like some like wacky ones lately. Like I'm not, I don't know, I don't, I don't know what McFlurries they have, but I'm pretty sure they released like that Shamrock one, and I'm pretty sure it's a hard pass for me, man. I have no idea what's in it. They do that every year, though, right? Yeah, I don't want that. Oh, it's mint Oreo. Yeah, how do you feel about mint Oreo? Uh, 
yeah, I mean, mint and chocolate is good, but in uh, I I feel like McDonald's well, has never really nailed it. Well, you like mint chocolate? Yeah. Oh man, hot take. I hate mint chocolate. Really? Yeah. What it do you is do with not- all the the Andes that you get at Olive Garden? I I I give them to the, my loved ones on Christmas every year. I collect them. <laughs> Save them in my purse when I see my grandkids. <laughs> right, right next to my word is original and Biddle honeys. Those are my favorites, though. Yo, I I had a chico stick for the first time. I have no idea what that is. They're pretty a chico stick. Yeah. Oh, look them up because you've definitely seen them before. Chico stick. Oh, stick. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's it. He's calling Chico sticks. Yeah, I've wow. never seen these before. You've never seen that before? You kidding no. me? Wow, man. Privilege. You never. <laughs> never went to the, the poor gas stations, huh? <laughs> uh, like, I, I don't think I've ever. Yeah, I've never heard of these. I've never seen them before. The packaging doesn't look familiar. The the candy doesn't look appealing. Oh, this candy looks gross. They're pretty good though. I'm not gonna lie. I'll I'll eat a chicken stick right now. What's inside of it? I don't I don't remember. I don't remember if it was hard or soft. I don't. I I, like I legitimately had this once, and I was just like, man, this is pretty good. And then I immediately forgot it. Oh, it's uh, it's been in manufacture since the Great Depression. That's why. No wonder. No, this is like one of my dad's favorites, man. Like, Dusted with ground coconut, this delicious orange stick <laughs> is honeycombed with peanut butter inside. The candy is dry and brittle, and when eaten, can be quite crumbly. This is on the, the company's own website. Yeah, man, they know. They know their product. These are Damn. good. <laughs> Damn, this shit low-key sucks, but yeah, if you want to keep buying it, Nah, man, it's good. You hating? You a hater? Chico Stick got its name when intercompany messages referred to the candy as resembling fried chicken. The company founder one day, and it just stuck. That sentence doesn't make any sense. No, that that sounds awful, man. But you know how, like, you know how these people were back in the day, man. They see like the simplest thing, and they'll be like, "Oh my god, like this is the best." Like, oh, let's let's push this hoop with a stick. There's so much for kids. What do you want to call it? Uh, it looks like a, <laughs> a a hoop with a stick game. All right, let's go. Let's put it in production. Uh, I'm copywriting it. You know, like, and then there's like a the tabloid spinning, like the newspaper right in the front yeah. of the screen. Sweeps the nation. <laughs> yeah man you remember playing jacks as a kid what a terrible game i hated jacks uh so one with the ball and you have to like pick up one. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. pick up all the, the ball. spike things mm-hmm. yeah they, they always reminded me of like those uh those world war ii like beach like, oh, yeah. like normandy yeah, uh, yeah. The tank. Uh, it's like the blocks. These people, yeah. That's what they always reminded me of. I was like, man, this is some like 
real like World War II post Cold War type game. Yeah, it's definitely like I, a, a CIA game, like getting kids ready to bomb the 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 beaches of. Man, no, you got it. You you unravel the conspiracy here. Yeah, you gotta start looking for patterns. That's it. Man, are you safe? Do they know where you're at? I hope not. <laughs> yeah, Jax is a good one. That's a. Uh, it's, I mean, I guess uh, you wouldn't really play those kind of games unless you were like a rich kid back in the day, because all your other, all the other kids were working in the factories. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> turning turning boys into men. Learn the value of a dollar. Yeah. Little little Lord Fauntleroy's uh out there playing jacks, rich kid. Can afford the metal for the the jacks. Yeah, man, but I feel like that's like poor rich though. Like the real rich kids were playing polo and horseshoes and shit like that. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like new rich versus old rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys over here bouncing a ball on the floor and picking stuff up. <laughs> Those rich kids would never pick something up. They got servants for that, man. <laughs> they just drop the ball and then the servant picks the. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, so he kicks up when he doesn't pick up enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, another deviation. That's what, that's what we get for talking about breakfast. Yeah. Yo. What's your favorite cereal? Uh, oh, that's a good question. See, I haven't really had cereal um, since I left the U.S. So, and imagine, all right, let me paint the picture. Imagine yourself. Boom. For some reason, you're at a, like a really nice Publix or whatever the regional equivalent is in other regions in the U.S., I don't know, H-E-B or Lion. Yeah, whatever. Any, I don't know, Whole Foods. I don't know. Someone with good selection, though. It can't be like, because Whole Foods will have too many healthy cereals. And yeah, yeah. Not that's not more here. Yeah. Um, so you're at Walmart, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Or or like one of those really big publicists. And you're at the cereal aisle and just all these smiling faces looking at you. Tell them to eat this. They're all loaded in sugar. They're all not good for you. Yep. What are you grabbing? Um, damn. Uh, I can't even think. First one in your it's mind, a, man. Just a blur. The The first one in my mind is uh, uh, one that I don't like, which is uh, tricks. Oh, what? Yeah, no, tricks is a good choice, but it's definitely not the. It's I definitely would, not. The I, I never ate tricks, so I, I don't know why that's in my head. Life? Maybe life. Wait, yeah, no, no, no. Uh wait, I got it. If we can if we're talking about like a like a Publix that's outside the realm of time and space, we can get any cereal. Right. Um the rice crispy treat cereal. Rice crispy treat cereal is a goddamn good answer. That is that's it. That's my answer. Ding 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 ding. Good answer. Show me the rice crispy treat cereal. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's definitely a top two. You know they changed the recipe. 
Oh, I didn't even know that it was still being made. Oh, yeah, but they changed the recipe, or at least the last time I checked. I'm not sure if they ever changed it back, but it was a huge mistake. It basically turned from Rice Krispie Treat cereal to Rice Krispies with tiny marshmallows. Oh. And it's isn't, not the same. Isn't that another cereal, though? No, it's just Rice Krispies with marshmallows. It's awful. It's it's not the... That cereal is absolute high tier. I feel like I'm going back to my hometown and just everything has been ripped up and is gone. Your hometown got gentrified. Walk into my, yeah. <laughs> Walking to my childhood home and it's like a burnt out trailer. There's some, there's some fallout scene, you know. The, the doors swinging on the hinge. Yeah. Soft <laughs> wind in the background. <laughs> oh, so I'm never going to have it again. Unless, unless they change it back, unless we start a campaign to be like, yo, post or whoever. Yeah. Uh, We're going to include the link in our uh, episode <laughs> description. <laughs> to write this travesty. <laughs> We're going to start a petition.org or whatever it is. Change, change, yeah, change.org. <laughs> yeah. And, and get this back. And while we're at it, let's get that uh, green tea ginger ale back. The cranberry. Wait, are you talking about the cranberry one? Nah, the, I think it was like the Canada diet, like the diet green tea ginger ale. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like I vaguely remember that. Oh, it was amazing. It's the best. Damn, you know what my favorite cereal is? It's like, it's not like, it's not the best tasting cereal. Let's just go ahead and say that. Yeah. But it's it's like it's the foundation. I just like bran flakes. With or without raisins. Without. But I all right. So I like bran flakes by themselves. I don't really care for raisin bran too much. Raisin bran crunch is pretty alright. Mm. But raisin nut bran is it's like six dollars for a box, like that's small as hell. But man, I'll I'll pay I'll pay it. It's like the Whole Foods answer. Yeah, it's the Whole Food. I mean, but it's. I don't think we're very compatible with our uh, with this choice Seriously? that you brought up. Raisin nut brand. Yeah. Now I'm not saying that's like my go-to cereal because I love that as much as I love that cereal. If I was, if I had a choice, like if I lived in Amsterdam and I had a choice to come back and grab any one cereal, I'm not grabbing these raisin nut brand. I'm gonna grab like something that I can't. Like I don't know what your choices are. Um, I, like I'm sure you have fruity pebbles. No. Well, then fruity pebbles will be the choice then. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, they do have cocoa puffs. But you got corn pops. I like corn pops. No. Corn flakes. Same thing, but in flake form. Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather have um I'd rather have bran flakes than corn flakes. It's different. Corn flakes are too sweet for me. Bran flakes are aren't that sweet. They're too sweet for you. And 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 when I want and when I want like just bran cereal, like when I, I like I, I like all right, man. So my favorite cereals are like these are the ones I buy. I buy like regular Cheerios. 
I buy regular Rice Krispies. I buy regular Corn Flakes. I buy regular Bran Flakes. Like, I like the bread cereals because I know deep down that those sugary cereals aren't good for me. So I, I buy these less sugary cereals, right? Like, I... Uh, so the brand flakes are good, but every once in a while I'll indulge and treat myself and boom, now I'm eating a bowl of Lucky Charms or boom. Oh my God. I had the churro cereal the other day. My brother hooked me up. Ooh. It's churro. the cinnamon crunch churro cereal. That one's new for me. It's great. It's delicious. It's like little logs, but it's wonderful. And I'm not the biggest cinnamon toast crunch fan. And I I'm love cinnamon sure, crunch. I'm pretty sure the churros are just, um, they're just rolled up cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah, like log form. Yeah, they just take it and they just roll it. I think this is a good uh, place to just mention our uh, sponsor, which is the the FDA's food pyramid for this episode. <laughs> Thank you, FDA, FDA's Food Pyramid. Yeah, we're, we're sponsored by... Are we doing the old one or the new one? Uh, is there a new one? It's Well, it's the old one, remember the old one was like the, the bottom level and then the... the yeah, like two. pyramid shape. Yeah, but it was like... But then the uh, the new one, the one that they rolled out like maybe like a decade ago or so, is like they're like sliced into slivers. And so, like, each sliver is a little bigger, but they're still, like. It seems much more difficult to visualize. It's, it's, well, the whole purpose of it, what I believe it was, was that, like, because, like, you know how, like, carbs and stuff like that were at the bottom level? Yeah. Um, it was, like, 60% of your daily intake should be yeah, <laughs> processed yeah. bread. So the so there was like a common misconception or now none of this is fact checked. Hey, how's it going? No, I'm here. Hey. <laughs> uh, none of this is fact checked or anything like that. But I'm more than confident the whole reason why they had that was like well the whole reason why they changed it was to like not have people eat as much carbs as they were eating because they thought it was the biggest one. It was the foundation. It's you know, like, oh, I should be eating all of these carbs when in reality, we were just, you know. Yeah. So it's uh, the uh, obesity problem in the U.S. is because of the food pyramid. I mean, I'm sure we could do a class action on it. Yeah. 350 million. Uh, I mean, I'm assuming we could get at least a couple, uh, couple million in damages. Divide by 350. 30 million people yeah. because we're about this, is our case like done hmm? because we're talking about it is our case done or because i blame them for the reason why i'm bigger than most uh yeah i mean i think you should join this class action lawsuit all right perfect because i can use the money Three dollars will be coming to you uh, in four to six months. Mm. Well, shout out to them for sponsoring us, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess we should stop talking bad about them. 
all right. Do you want to? Um, uh, I think we're already at like an hour. Uh, do you want to do the the orange juice thing that that I got ready, and then call it quits? So. All right. So I'm gonna dump some information on you here. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Oh yeah, that's trash. No. No, it's trash. Yeah, it's trash. Thank you. All right. So uh, I want you to close your eyes for a second and imagine. <laughs> Where am I at? What uh, era? New world, old world. It's <laughs> um, it's the the year's nineteen forty four. Uh, you're you're a Puerto Rican soldier in okay. in a trench in in Belgium. Are we still doing warfare in forty four? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't I don't remember. <laughs> you got to think harder, man. Okay, all right. I, I gotta Assassin's Creed my way back there. <laughs> You're sitting in your trench, and uh, what's the what's the one thing that you you miss most? Um, my foot. Yeah, orange juice. So <laughs> orange juice was uh something that the the boys, uh, our our boys in green, really loved. Uh, but there's a big issue with this because. Back in this time period, uh, there was no good way. You can open your eyes now, by the way. Okay. All right, bet. Perfect. Uh, so there was no good way to get fresh orange juice shipped very far from where you pick the oranges. So what they would do is, uh, yeah, I guess evaporate it and then stick it into a can and then give it to you. Uh, the issue is that they took all the oxygen out of the, the orange juice and with the oxygen, they also took out the flavor and the, the essence, the, the spiritual essence of orange yeah, juice. The, so, the, the, the mana. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the spirit, if you will. Um, so, uh, anyway, you're still in that trench in Belgium, uh, but I have bad news for you. You're going to have to wait until after the Nazis have been defeated. Um, I'm assuming at some point some Nazi science was used. I, I have the tube. I have the evaporated orange juice, but I can't drink it until we defeat the Nazis. Yeah, you got to hold on. I mean, you might as well just throw it out because it'll only be good for uh, 12 weeks before it loses any remaining flavor. Okay. So after the war, uh, scientists... That I threw away. Yeah. It's now somewhere in Belgium, buried deep underground, along with all of the, the horrors of war. And that's how orange, orange trees grew in Belgium. That's, yeah. the, that's the fable. Soldiers used to uh, spit the seeds. like They used to eat the fruit like a sunflower seed. Mm -hmm. Put the seeds everywhere, like a bird. Or shit it out into their trench. Mm -hmm. Cover it up. They became real essential to the environment. It became part of the ecosystem. Yeah. 
And now everyone knows Belgium for its uh, orange trees. And not for its atrocities. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that because they're our ally now. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's cool. I get it. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, I really enjoy Belgium, actually. Yeah, because the orange trees. Yeah, exactly. All right, anyway. Reminds you of home. Um, okay, at some point, uh, this other guy comes along. You might recognize his name. Dr. Philip Philip Phillips. No. Is it the three Ps? The three Phillips? Yeah. Is it a doctor named Philip Philip Philip? Dr. Phillips. Man, his parents love him. All right. Yeah, no, I, like Dr. Phillips in uh, Orlando. Oh, that guy? Yeah, yeah. His real name, Philip Phillips? Yeah. I don't know what his middle name was, but I'm going to assume it was also Philip. Oh, my God. There's no way that guy's real name was Dr. Philip Phillips. Yeah. Philip, Phil, Philip, Philadelphia Phillips. Okay. All right. Anyway. All right. Wait, why is he involved in orange shoes? Philip Felipe Phillips. Grandfather. Honor of his grandfather. Uh... Yeah, I don't know why he was into this. Um, I mean, I'm assuming just, he, you know, he was a doctor and he lived in Florida. I think at that time, doctors weren't really like the doctors today. They would often do like science projects on the side. Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know how like Kellogg's is, I'm not sure if this is actually a true thing or not, but I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, like Kellogg's, like their brand cereal was made for like, anti like masturbation and stuff like that like that's why like oh eat brand cornflakes yeah because it was like that whole thing so all right so he was he was doing some oh that's why you like uh brand flakes so much i have a problem anyway yeah so he uh invents this new type of pasteurization which is uh quicker i guess you just turn the heat up on the pasteurization i don't know it's called flash something pasteurization uh anyway this along with the these flavor packs that scientists have developed like the menthol uh flavor packs in our uh, oatmeal uh so this allows for like long-term storage and uh shipping and you know it's not going to lose its flavor yada yada blah 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 um a fun fact about that, um, that pasteurization is still used today, of course. Um, in the 90s, uh, there's this apple juice company that didn't use it because they said that it took away too much flavor from the, the juice. And they ended up uh, killing a 16-month-old baby and uh, giving 60 other young and old people permanent kidney damage from some uh, Wait, from the from the orange juice from the pasteurization no so uh do you know odwalia odwalia no it's like a fruit juice company yeah so they their apple juice wasn't pasteurized so it contained a e coli right um so they that 
yes, yeah, so this E. coli killed one and sickened 60. Um, they sent in an, an inspector and uh, he said that basically the juice was being made with black uh, black mold in like the, the jars that they were using or the the kettles that they were using to make this filled with black mold or animal feces, all kinds of stuff. So this pasteurization is really important. Um, but there's some good news. The, uh, the company had to pay a total of uh, $1.2 million to the victims of, uh, you know, giving them ki permanent kidney damage. Um, they also fired 60 workers because they lost a lot of money. But the company came to an agreement with the judge to give a quarter of that fine money uh, to research on how to make apple juice making more safe. Did you, did you, did you write like that? <laughs> that's, that's what it says. Uh, so they, <laughs> yeah. They're doing research on how not to make apple juice with uh, animal feces and lax safety processes. Apple juice or orange juice? Apple juice. Yeah, sorry, this is a tangent. Oh, oh Christ. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it was it was part of the story though, so yeah, I kept it. Okay. So we're going back to orange juice. Right. Yeah. So now there's also another issue with orange juice, um, which is that in the U.S. people are drinking less of it because it's actually full of sugar. It's not really that healthy. Um, you basically get all the vitamin C you need from other sources throughout the day if you follow the food pyramid. Thank you again to our sponsor. Yeah, thank you, FDA. FDA's food pyramid. And uh, don't forget, it's new uh, mascot. The pharaoh, the FDA pharaoh. <laughs> you're onto something. I, I'm. I, I like where you're going with this. Yeah. Uh, let's let's package this up and send out a business model. To <laughs> sign on to our deal. Yeah, we'll we got some about. ideas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Start our own marketing firm. Uh. So yeah. So thanks to a very generous ad campaign sponsored by the state of Florida. A lot of universities, um, a lot of scientific research places that were owned by orange companies in Florida. Orange right. just quickly became a, a staple part of the American breakfast. Um, but uh, recently, that number has gone down, of course, because it's actually not very good for you. People know better now. Yeah. So um, Florida actually grows less oranges now than since uh, 1964. Um, what we've been doing instead is outsourcing our orange juice making to Brazil. Um, Brazilian companies own most of the processing plants in Florida for orange juice. And they also make a majority of the world's oranges, I think. Uh, now, of course, when you think of Brazil, what do you think of? In terms of Brazil farming, yeah, 
if, if I think Brazilian farming, I and again, American bias here, but I'm going to go ahead and say deforestation. Yep. And uh, heavy use of fungicides, toxic and cancer causing fungicides. So the, this, bad fungicides. the fun. The good. <laughs> the fungicides. <laughs> yeah. Killing all the fun, man. Um, so there's this chemical that they use uh, because it's really cheap that basically instantly causes uh, cancer and Parkinson's disease. Instantly? Then, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Touch it and you're, you're gone. I get, I get Parkinson's and cancer. Correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they've been using it quite a lot. Uh, they've had quite a lot of workers in Brazil who have gotten cancer because they're just, I guess they're scooping it with their hands and then throwing it on the orange trees. Um, that seems like just bad business strategies. Yeah. Well, rubber gloves are really expensive. Yeah, there's no OSHA out there, I'm assuming. No, no, no. Um, yeah. So it's pretty deadly. It's become quite a problem. Um, uh, give me a second here. Find my notes. Yeah, so uh, nothing's really going to happen about it because um, the Brazilian agricultural sector um, pays for about a quarter of uh, political donations in Brazil. So once you get that sweet money, the sweet Brazilian reals. uh it's hard to to quit once once you've started it's very easy to get addicted to so uh yeah nothing's really gonna happen brazil has uh now passed us in terms of uh, how many oranges we're we're making and are growing and how many uh bottles of orange juice we're we're selling um i really should have made more notes it's like yeah i'll just remember everything well, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and just <clears throat> go on a little tangent. Yo, I love orange juice. All right. I'm a wow, big after fan. everything I just told you. Yeah. No. All right. So I'm a little bougie. All right, man. Like, I have a good job now. I make a little bit more money. So I only buy orange juice from, and again, you've been gone for a while. So I don't know if you've ever had them, but Natalie's orange juice. No, never heard of it. It is, it's it's like six ninety nine for a half gallon. Ooh, yeah, and it's worth every single penny, bro. It is quite possibly the best orange juice I've ever had. Um, they advertise, and again, this is all marketing, but they advertise that they gourmet pasteurize their um, orange juice. <clears throat> I have no idea what that means. I, I'm pretty sure I, I try to look it up before. It, the only thing they're giving me is uh, gourmet pasteurized. It's minimum time and temperature, 30 to 45 day shelf life. Damn, that's uh, the exact same thing that that apple juice company was doing. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. 
No, man, but if I get it from this orange juice, then it is what it is. Yeah. But it's, I mean, but they're, it's like a local, like, thing. There is a Florida brand, Florida Farms, Florida Oranges. Um, and it's, I, I got to tell you, man, I, I wanted to put this in the shipment with you, for you, but it was just go bad. Heck, it's not pasteurized. It's gourmet pasteurized. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, you know, it got to be refrigerated and that's expensive to do that overseas. Yeah. Um, but, oh man, let me make some more money, bro. And I, I'll, I'll, I'll pay the cost. Be the boss. Um, it's, it's really good orange juice, man. I cannot stress enough. And all right. So growing up, my mom, bless her heart. She likes really bad orange juice. She gets the flavor packs like orange juice like she gets the, the bad ones and i i'm glad you told me this because i'm about to put her on game and have her change the way she buys orange juice because she buys the worst orange juice on the planet and you know what's even worse she'll take that orange juice and she'll buy a thing of like cranberry juice cocktail and she'll mix it together and so she has really bad orange juice and then cranberry juice cocktail and then she puts it and to make the worst possible drink on the planet. And she's the only person that likes it. And I don't even believe she likes it. I think it's just a front because we all hate it. Yeah. It's one of her uh, her mom things. Yeah. Do something that the kids won't be interested in at some point. Yeah, exactly. It's it's awful. It stays in the fridge until she finishes it. Like it it's the worst. But you really have to try this Natalie's orange juice, man. Like I, I cannot stress it enough. I, I'm, not, I don't have any stock in this company. They're not giving me any type of money. But yeah, I'm like uh, our sponsor, uh, FDA Food Pyramids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And shout out to uh, Ra, <laughs> the all-knowing, and from whom all life springs. Thank you again. Yeah, so I just have another uh, little part here uh, I'm going to read to you. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so this is uh, about a farmer named Filho in Brazil who got pretty worried because uh, a lot of the workers on nearby farms and his own farm were getting really sick and breaking out in boils and sores. Uh, farm? Yeah, I don't know if he had an orange juice farm, but... He was at least next to an orange juice farm. Okay. So, uh, in early 2010, Philo began taking photos and shooting video of a crop duster taking off from a local airfield. He told people he was gathering evidence about pesticide violations. He also started receiving threats. threats. According to a police investigation detailed in an indictment reviewed by Reuters, an anonymous caller phoned Philo and told him he was being followed. The caller said Philo was tailed as he traveled local roads by motorcycle, often carrying his young son. You are a coward because you never travel alone, the caller said. At the airstrip, according to a complaint, Philo filled with police, filed with police. (laughs) Is this a fable? Is this a real story? It's a real story. (laughs) It's a real story about orange juice. Okay, all right. Uh, A security guard warned him, you're messing with big people. It's dangerous. On April 21st, as he rode home through sprawling banana plantations, 
Philo was shot 25 times with a 40 caliber pistol. Jesus uh, Christ. After a two-year investigation, police charged a local landowner, farmer, and businessman uh, who was in charge of the crop testing with ordering the hit. So, uh, yeah, people are getting killed over orange juice. I mean, I, you know, I saw recently learned that, uh, like to piggyback up, like the, like the whole like cartel and avocados and stuff like that, man, we really need a more fair trade stuff. I, I mean, unless we look it up or, you know, someone shows us, like, how am I supposed to know that that's happening in Brazilian farms? Where they're doing hits for orange juice? Like, is there that much money in the orange juice business? Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, I don't know who, what big, they're big, doing, really. Big orange is <laughs> ordering these hits. Jesus, imagine getting killed. For orange juice, bro. Like, it's, it's not worth it. I think one of the issues, too, is that even those labels are, at least in the U.S., I don't think they're really official. I don't think there's any, like, auditing process or anything. I think a lot of these you can just kind of slap on. Yep, it's organic, cruelty-free orange juice, although we executed a farmer in Brazil to bring this to you. I mean, there's international fair trade organization that does checks stuff like that yeah that would be a great question for my my girlfriend who works in that area that i should probably know more about yeah damn yeah i'm not trying to blow up her spot though like she uh yeah i mean hopefully she won't get this far in the if she listens to it <laughs> What'd you have for breakfast today? Uh, what did I have for breakfast? Yeah. <laughs> you know, fucking 15 Me? hours. Uh, what did I have? I remember I was going to eat a banana and then the bananas were too green. So I put the banana back. Had some coffee. Riveting. All right, let's go. <laughs> I think I only had coffee for breakfast. Wow, man. That's not a big breakfast at all. No, in fact, it's uh, quite small. It's barely a breakfast. Damn, so you, you almost had a banana and coffee? That's what you're telling me? The... Yeah. <laughs> wow, man, your breakfast. I had a potential cool. breakfast. I mean, even still, I don't consider one banana breakfast anyway. Yeah, I would. I mean, it's a piece of fruit, you know. It's one yeah. fruit. It's when like a hundred calories. When you're on the go, you know, need something quick that has its own wrapper, grab a banana. You can put it in your pocket, put it in your bag, put it in your purse. It's easy. Yeah. And you don't have to wash it. Is dishwasher safe? <laughs> Microwave safe? Shatterproof. <laughs> Stainless steel cook a lot of tomato sauce well it won't stain <laughs> it clean it cleans up grime lime 
<laughs> Rust. <laughs> Hard water scale buildup. It heals wounds. <laughs> Here's blindness. It brought my husband back from the dead. Thank you. Big banana. <laughs> Big banana. Oh, man. I, I feel like you got to have a talk about the banana clone. Uh, <laughs> how bananas are going to be extinct. Well, they're, I mean, without human interference, they would be done, right? Oh, and I guess because of human interference, they are done. Yeah. I mean, have you, have you seen a, like a mock-up of what bananas used to look like before humans? I mean, it was just shitty plantain. Yeah, but the seeds were like 18 times bigger. Yeah, we really we really played God on that fruit, huh? Yeah, we did a good job. Yeah, man, we played a God on a lot of fruit, like like all the all the vegetables that come off of the the cauliflower plant or whatever. I like the leaves are one thing. The yeah, they, like they bred each part to be like bigger and essentially made a whole new plant. Man, we. <laughs> We're pretty up there in advancement, man. How we? Yeah, I think I think we did a good we did a good job. I think we should. Uh, I think that deserves a round of congratulations to everyone. Do you have a soundboard that you can do like a round of applause? Wow! Then. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's a that's a good good first episode. Talked yeah, about a lot of things. Test run, feedback, echo. We we got it all here. Yeah. Coworker. Coworker in the background. Oh, yeah, that was the cleaning team. It's a Sunday. It's Sunday. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't even ask why why are you at work on Sunday? Yeah, well, I mean, it, it's a quiet place. Yeah. All right, I'm going to stop recording. Uh, th thank you for listening. New episodes every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Central Time, 8 p.m. Mountain Time. Why? No one does Central Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Central do Central Mountain or then do episodes Tuesdays at 12 Greenwich Mean Time or 7 30 Abu Dhabi time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see you then.